up to our sidekicks and henchmen out there in the geek nation welcome back to spoiler alert spoilers, spoilers. i'm your host johnny destructo with me this week is brian brian and noel hey hey hi guys hi. uh the holidays are over the new year has come and gone well i mean it's still the year it's still the year, but right. is it the I mean, new year? But, uh, but well, the, and the holidays aren't over. It's just the the whole thing with calendars. It's just very cyclical. Uh, we're gonna have more holidays. Like, well, I up? mean, I, before the 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 Christmas and New Year's accoutrement left the stores, they were putting up the the Valentine's Day stuff. We're uh, not we've got more. Well, we're not allowed. Day stuff, we're not yeah. allowed to breathe. You do oh. understand that. Like, it's just Valentine's Day, and then do after you that, see? Holiday decorations as uh, suffocating. Uh, yes, animation of your <laughs> breath. Okay, suffocating. Right. <laughs> like, again, I can't breathe. We are here to talk about this week's comics, hmm. but first we got letters. We got, we got letters? letters. Oh, we, oh, we got, got lots, lots and lots and lots and lots of letters. letters. No one discovered country number two review. Is the name of the email, huh. and it's from Christopher Saint Saucy. Good night. I will read it now. Huh. I was kind of expecting to follow up on this series. I like the art quite a bit more this issue, but the story keeps jumping around and it made it hard to follow. That's just should we do we're gonna do we're gonna do one at a time. Right. I did not read uh Undiscovered Country number two yet. Did you guys? No, I did. No, I did not. I did. Uh it was fine. Oh. Yeah. Uh, he's he's not wrong. You fine. felt similarly about the first one, right? The first issue I thought was intriguing, but okay. I was concerned with is this gonna be more like The Walking Dead where it just meanders for yeah. hundred and fifty issues, or yeah. is this gonna be more like because uh, you know where he's going. Uh, yeah, a tight story. Yeah, yeah. He just keeps introducing new stuff, and it's like I don't know if I want to buy in hmm. issues for that. Hmm. Like I'll hold off. The and traits. I think I, I think I did that too. I was just like I'll read the first arc hmm. in issues, and then we'll see. Which I think is a good way to go. It seems like I'll a good trade a good sort of book. Yeah. You know, there's immersive. Yeah, for whatever reason, a lot of times, especially non-superhero books, just don't feel like they demand serialization. Hmm. You know, I mean, it's kind of like. Uh, like, what about this story means that you shouldn't read it all at once? Right. Yeah. Not that you should with superheroes. It's just so in the the context of that part of the why the is medium. it a movie and, or why is it a series instead of a film? Yeah, or, or like or novels used to be serialized in like magazines. What did novels? Oh yeah. Like you know, and and like a lot of older like sci-fi novels that you read were did appear as serials, mm. but it's not like they were intended to be. And I get. it. I don't know, just musings yeah. <laughs> upon maybe trades yeah, are there are things that, there yeah. are things that we that we read that uh, like right off the bat you realize like oh this is probably better as an OGN yeah hmm. this is probably better as one story as opposed to serialized story yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. he continues I like this issue of New Mutants because it brought back one of my favorite mutants Hisako slash Armor even though she didn't look quite right in the face maybe it was that haircut hmm. I can't I can't say I noticed one way or the other she looked right. I did um, not. But, oh, you know what? I happened to just pull up that that, that is like on this page, and 
the face in this drawing does look a little weird, and it might be the haircut. Um, that's just that one drawing, I think. Uh, my actual shop has racks upon racks of comics, and they have no problem putting books back on the shelf. To be honest, I don't know how they do it. Wait, they keep their racks on top of their other racks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> racks yep. on racks, racks on racks on yeah. racks. You got to dig through all those racks just to get to the bottom. Stack of racks, rack. yo. Yeah, stack of racks. <laughs> uh, to be honest, I don't know how they do it. Clearly, why would we? Um, physics. Or why they do it. Um, they are almost never out of books unless there is some sort of diamond fuck up. It's the shop in my hometown that is order only, and I stay away from there if I can. I'm loving Hawkman. It's Indiana Jones slash Rocketeer slash the Mummy thrown together. Vendetti has made some sense of the multiple versions of the character that have been in and out of continuity over the years. Are you guys reading? Nope. No. Uh, although I was interested in it. Like, I like Hawkman. I like the whole reincarnated Egyptian thing. Yeah. I like the alien thing. I like it. And it's also... Uh, I guess it just sort of arose as part of Hawkman. Like, well, how do we make Hawkman work? Is like a part of the the attempt yeah. with Renny. You know, so I like to see when they do a good job with Hawkman. I'm like, oh, what a good way to meld the Thanagarian stuff with the Egyptian stuff. Like, that really worked. And I like the idea of, like, the archaeologist guy. But no, I'm not reading. <laughs> There's so many things I like about this. But I would read it. Yeah. I, like, I've read recaps of it, and I'm like, like oh, that sounds that cool. Was, that was, that was, that was yeah. I was going to say that was a nice way of saying, in theory, I think it's great. Yeah. I like the idea of it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Red Hood, I am merely tolerating for the moment. My, the art is kind of shitty at times, and the current story arc has him playing Professor X to a few would-be supervillains. Mostly, I'm there for Jason Todd. Hmm. Oh, uh, it is called Red Hood. He's the main character. He's, yeah, yeah, he's... Yeah. Yeah, I could have kept reading Superman and action for a while longer, but I needed to slim down my pull list, and the super comics were the ones I was ready to let go of. Chris St. Saucy, good night. Hmm. Did we read this before? No. No, No, we we read the the, uh, title, though, but we didn't have to. The beginning sounded familiar. The subject, I should say. I mean, the end sounded familiar to me. Oh, really? As in, like, why would you drop Superman of all those things? And then he responded with that. Without him responding, yeah. But I thought we thought we had read that already. But it doesn't matter. Oh. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He gets he gets yeah. it's fine. Purchase or not? But I guess he liked Red Hood. He likes Red Hood just slightly more. Well, he likes Jason Todd. He doesn't I gotcha. like. See, Red I Hood. I can get into that. Like, especially with comics, you know, it's like you have there's a uh, like you're reading the Hulk, right? And it's like, well, the Hulk really hasn't been good for the last seven months. Mm. But I love the Hulk. I got to stick with it. Th- and then once it gets good, like, in my, how would I know if I wasn't know, reading it? In my you know? old age, I think I'm getting less precious about characters uh, only you know after mm. 25 plus years of the mm-hmm. cyclical nature of these co- these characters i don't feel very precious about holding on and staying with them yeah. because it'll just always come around yeah so like mm. I, I like earlier this year when when nick spencer's spider-man started to bear, bore me it's like you know i'm gonna jump off mm. yeah. mm-hmm. i'm gonna jump off i will jump back on eventually if i hear otherwise there'll be more spider-man yeah, later he's not yeah. going yeah, away yeah. i don't need to like hang yeah. on with my dear life I think it's a little different now too than because I'm thinking back to the old days of of uh, comics and you know the internet wasn't really around and all that stuff and it's like well how would I how would I get the per- first two parts of the story that everybody loved mm. how would I know that everybody's loving it you know if I'm not reading it at the time yeah. but I don't do that anymore either so yeah thank God for this show. Um, if I didn't have this show yeah. to yeah. time to read, <laughs> yeah, I, it makes me sit down. Like I woke up at eight o'clock to yeah. read the last couple of books that I didn't get to that I was up to two a.m. reading last night. Hmm. Um, 
Otherwise, I'd just be like, I'm just going to watch The Witcher. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, it's time to move on to this week's books. Let's start with Detective Comics number 1018. That's 1018 by Peter J. Tomasi and Scott Godlewski. Diamond has this to say. In the aftermath of City of Bane, the Dark Knight has found himself cold, alone, and missing one of the very foundations of his life as both Bruce Wayne and the Batman. But personal problems will have to wait. A mysterious series of deaths have been peppered throughout Gotham, and it seems an element of the supernatural is at play in the form of a monstrous pagan spirit. Can Batman silence the demons within to stop to killing, or will this silent knight be for keeps? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as a bit of a preamble, I know, Noel, you have not been enjoying Detective Comics. You dropped off of it, despite our previous love of Peter J. Tomasi's work in, like, what, well, Super Sons? I was, I, I thought you were going to say Batman, Batman and Robin, Robin because I didn't read Batman I and Robin. I love Batman and Robin. Um, but I did read Super Sunset. We, we both enjoyed Peter J. Tomasi, and we're like slightly disappointed by this new run. Uh, yeah, I read the whole first arc, and I think the first issue of the arc after that, and I was just like, I, I don't like this at all. Like, yeah, I did not like the Arkham Knight stuff. I did yep, not same. like. And it 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 was um, just the style of it was a little felt a little off i wasn't i wasn't sure what i was reading yeah. it, it i didn't like it so i i was i decided to just like step back and hear about it or yeah. see what other people were saying if i wanted to get it collected or not but when i was choosing the books i was like you know what yeah let's check back in that was mm -hmm. a good call yeah what did you yeah. think brian well i thought that was a good call jd ah, i think yeah uh, i really liked it it was one of my two favorite uh books that i read this week and it, it uh it was a very classic comics. Yeah. You know what I mean? Classic Batman, classic comics. It was a... Uh, also, not any character that I, as far as I know, has ever been around before. I certainly haven't heard of them. It's just like, oh, Batman runs into this interesting interesting thing. Ne'er-do-well. Yeah. yeah. And I and, and ne'er-do-well. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if he ever does well, but yeah, he may have he's done not well doing well right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also liked... Uh, I had the thought... There's the dark Batman, you know, the the Dark Knight Returns inspired, grim and gritty yes, Batman, yes. right? And this is not that Batman. He's he's dark when he's when he needs to be when he's Batman, but uh, you know, he's playing with his dogs, he's chuckling at Bullock. I like that scene where mm -hmm. you know, Bullock tells the Hawkman joke and he's like <laughs> signs off. And then but in the Batcave he's like, <laughs> Hawkman. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I actually um I tweeted that at Peter J. Tomasi. Oh, yeah. I just I just quote heh, Hawkman. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I I agree. I like this this sort of a duality of nature with uh, how he's represented in this book mm -hmm. because when he's talking to the criminals mm -hmm. or people he's not doesn't care about really or mm. like you know he puts up his facade of the um, shut up yeah. Uh, Pull knives on innocent people yeah. in my city, <laughs> and and then swear to me, yeah, yeah, like that whole thing. But then when he's talking to um, Bullock and stuff, he's whole sentences, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 stuff like that. And like I, he still dips out on him real quick and leaves yeah. the window open, but yeah, you know, he's like that. he even says, uh, "Could you close the window on the way up because <laughs> yeah. it's literally snowing?" Right, and you see him in the background, like just yeah. <laughs> flying off. <laughs> With the window open. <laughs> yeah. What a dick. I wonder how easy it is to close the window on, on the, the exit. Outside, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> After your dramatic exit. Like, you got to be moving pretty fast at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, no, I, I like this version of Batman. Yeah. Um, it's riding both lines. Um, I think a lot of people pick one voice for the character mm. and just mm -hmm. stick with it. But I think 
particularly this character who's supposed to instill fear um, yeah. in criminals. Right. Um, should have a, a sort of a different affectation when he's talking to the criminals than when he does, you know, people who are helping him. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't need to instill fear all around. On, on Bullock. Yeah. yeah, and he says Merry Christmas to the oh, police. Does he? And oh, he, yeah. oh, he does, that's right. Yeah, they and they report that back. They're like, oh, yeah, you hey, Merry, Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah, like they have kind of a cool relationship, mm-hmm. you know? I, yeah. I, I, um, I liked this. I liked mm. this a yeah. lot. This was nice. Um, I did also like his relationship with these dogs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The well, dogs are essentially... Yeah, they're essentially yeah. his coping mechanism. Like he keeps I mean, alarms. For his son. Where's he? Yeah, right. Yeah. Where's the kid? Yeah. Where's Damien? But anyway, uh, yeah, the, like the, uh, yeah, the um, he has the his alarm systems when to go. Like his phone will buzz when he has to go play with them. Like he's yeah. he's keeping yeah. a schedule or a routine in order to not like break down, which we yeah. see him do like in the snow. Mm. Um, this was cool, and also this was fucking rough like this was a violent yeah. oh yeah it issue. was and dark a lot of <laughs> yeah ass murder yeah uh, or and like you know corpses hung in trees yeah and, and yeah it I was a cool that, look that also spoke to certain things that i like which is like when christmas comes around i like christmas specific horror films oh yeah yeah um so yeah this is like a nice black christmas-esque he's like a, a norse inspiration for santa mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. horror thing yeah, we even for book club in, in my comic shop, we did Klaus, Klaus. Mm. by um, Dan Moore and Grant Morrison. I have always wanted to read that. It's really you good. I yeah. like book club. Yeah. It's it's a lot of fun actually. It looks good, yeah, it really and good. the more recent one that he did looks really interesting too. I didn't realize that he's done so many of I think it. There's you know. like two volumes of it. Is there? Okay. Yeah. But yeah, um, was... I also really like the art yeah. in this. Uh, it was real fun, like dynamic art. <laughs> Him it... falling asleep was also a little bit of humanity, right? That like. You know, not just his personality, but he's uh, he's in the Batcave, uh-huh. and he's fallen asleep. I think in the in the chair, and he's like, you know, he's not one hundred percent on point at all times. Right. It's a different Which interpretation. Is what I like about it. Yeah, this, yeah. This is this is a uh, this is a nice retreat from the Tom King kind mm. of Batman run. Yeah, and yeah. I I like the Tom King run overall, um, but. It was very one note or very like it was it was only concerned with telling like one type of story mm. consistently. Mm-hmm. This is a lot more uh, well-rounded. Yeah. I, I like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad we dipped back in. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. The, the art um, reminds me a lot of Francis Manipole without all the ink wash and watercolor. Mm. Like the, the build of the characters and the facial structure and stuff reminds me a lot of Francis mm. Manipole. Yeah, with a different colorist. Absolutely. Yeah. I was going to say it reminds me of Batman Universe, but not as liney. You know, which I really like in Batman Universe, but I also really like. I think the faces and figures and stuff, yeah, Mm. in action, but Mm -hmm. I think the Nick Darrington's faces are a lot more distinct. Yeah, you know, I won't argue with that at all. Definitely, the figures in action is what I was thinking about. Are you sure? Because the people really respond well to you guys arguing. They do love it. I hate you. Let's get into it. That's not an argument. You're just you're just being mean. Being I don't know how to argue. I guess I could say you don't hate me. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, don't. you know what? I respect that decision. Cool. Damn Thank it. you. Uh, let's move on to Hawkeye Freefall number one by Matt Rosenberg and Otto Schmidt. Hawkman Freefall? Damn it! Did I say Hawkman? <laughs> no, I did. Uh-oh. <laughs> Cut. Take five. Hawkeye Freefall number one by Matt Rosenberg and Otto Schmidt. When a mysterious and ruthless new Ronin starts tearing a destructive path through the city, suspicion immediately falls on Hawkeye. But Clint has more to worry about than who's wearing his old costume. After a clash with the hood ends badly, Hawkeye gives himself a new mission that will place him in the crosshairs of one of New York's most dangerous villains. 
Hawkeye's mission and Ronan's secret plans will set them on a collision course ah. that only one of them will walk away from. The other one will. How's he gonna get? Run? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> he'll run. He'll take a car. Yeah, Uber. yeah he'll take an Uber. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's got a. Maybe he's got a Vespa. Who knows with that of Ronan or Hawkeye? Yeah. We don't know which one it's gonna be. This was awesome. Yeah. Uh, this, I really yeah. like. This was one of my favorite books of the week. Um, I, I have an inclination to like Hawkeye these days because mm. of the Matt Fraction run from mm. a while ago. Um, and as I was dipping into this, I was like, this has a lot to live up to if they're gonna do. Hmm. A Hawkeye book, it, uh, it's going to be difficult to be as good as that previous run, um, which actually wasn't the previous run. It was a previous run right. because I think Jeff Lemire picked up the mantle after that. And then there was um, the Kate Bishop Hawkeye. Hmm. But, yeah, this is um, a lot of fun. I think Matt Rosenberg made a fun, snappy comic. Uh, I like to see that the hood, anytime he shows up, I like him. Oh, you uh, like the hood? He was created by... Um, Brian K. Vaughn. Brian K. Vaughn in a miniseries. Huh. And then Brian Michael Bendis really sort of tried to escalate him. He'd take like a, you know, a D-level yeah. character and really power him up. Yeah, I always was, wondered at that time. a primary villain for most of New Avengers. Yeah, right? yeah. Which I, I like when they do that. I like when writers like pick a lesser known character and be like, this is the one I'm going to work with. So there was only like one previous thing. I remember reading New Avengers and being like... I think he had lost whatever power stones he had. He was like, oh, I'm going to get some different power stones, yeah. and he does. Yeah. And I did not know anything about that character before that, and I wondered it's how the, much he had been around. So as the the hood itself is possessed by a demon. Mm -hmm. um, at some point in the New Avengers run, the demon leaves the hood, leaves the cloak. Okay. And he gains powers by stealing Asgardian runes. That's the right. Norn stones, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. it like powers up so he shoots yeah, like yeah. magic from his guns and stuff. It was really weird. But then the yeah. demon comes back and almost like fully possesses him. He turns into like he's able to switch back and forth to a mm. monster now. Um and the power he had originally, I think there was strange. It was like he could walk on air. He wasn't he wasn't flying, I think, he was but he walking could around. walk. Like kind of a mystical uh James Jesse, trickster. Yes, yes, yeah, thank yeah. you. Um and if he held his breath, he became invisible. But only hmm. while he wasn't breathing. It's unusual. Street what if he well? was yeah. exhaling? Was it only on the inhale that he would no, be I invisible? No, I think if he let out. Wait, so would he become invisible? And you know how sometimes if you breathe in but you don't immediately exhale? He would just, just, <laughs> just be invisible. I feel like <laughs> it, it would, it, if it's not a full-on, <gasps> okay. then he would probably just like phase a little. Like sort the, of. Yeah. So yeah. When, he's, when he's panting heavy, he comes <laughs> in and out of phase. In and out of phase. Like after a long run. Yeah. <laughs> he must be a cool guy to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of cool guy, yeah, <laughs> never mind. No, yeah, there's a nice little bit in here where we have um, uh, Clint's inner monologuing um, while he's he, he's not even undercover. He just yeah. walks in as yeah. Clint and he's with got his, his coffee. trademark purple sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, and his <laughs> he's, he's literally he's got his T-shirt on with his logo on it. Um, so uh, yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, he's like, oh, this guy's kind of cool. And then I think the hood winds up saying, "What does he say?" Oh, it's it's great. Um, uh, low main me. Yeah, low main me. Because he's got a, he's got an assistant there to hand him his thing of low main. Yeah. And he goes low main me, and then he goes ah never mind this guy's not that cool. <laughs> um, this was a funny ass book. Right. Yeah. It was like it, it's um it's very it's very difficult to make me uh laugh out loud while mm -hmm. reading something mm -hmm. like you'll you'll chuckle in your head yeah, or it'll yeah. be like huh, yeah. cute that's cute. Um, there was a couple times in this book where I actually just like laughed out loud, which yeah. was really really nice. Uh, I I love this. This was fun. Um, mm. here's the thing that I noticed his girlfriend, the night nurse. Yeah. Mm. Um, also Otto Schmidt 
Very mm. good artist. Um, <laughs> his girlfriend, the night nurse, wears a shirt that says Hulk was right. Yeah. little insensitive considering uh, Clint murdered the Hulk with an arrow between his eyes. Uh, but it is Clint's shirt. It's his shirt. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Yeah. Also, what was the Hulk right about in this scenario? Like, usually those are in. Yeah. Like, in the X-Men, it was like. Magneto when was Magneto right. was right. Yeah, yeah. What was the Hulk's stance? I want to destroy the world. I want to be alone. Oh, he's, I was thinking it was a World the War Hulk, Hulk is thing. An introvert, right? Uh, if you think about it, he's just like, guys, I'm only fighting you because you keep attacking me. Oh, in those cases, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, oh, the Hulk was right. I thought it was a World War Hulk. Like that's oh. the time that he was kind of had a, a big stance. You know what I mean? I uh, I like I, this version of of Clint. The, yeah. He just can't let it go. Just can't let things go. Yeah, at all. Mm-hmm. Um, like they're in the middle. They're in the middle of making out and getting ready to, to do the deed, and he's just like, ah. She's like, would you just stop? Yeah. He's still thinking about the hood because oh, we should mention that he captured the hood. He went through all this trouble. Oh, yeah. Went down to the court, which of course, if he's going down to the courthouse, you know the outcome of that courthouse scene is, uh, he gets to go away scot free, <laughs> right? The only time, anytime a, a superhero goes to the court is to be like, oh, I can't believe he went scot free, even though I captured him. Um, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that was nice. And then at the end here, um, we notice that there is a guy running around in his old Ronin outfit. The thing that bothered me here. What was the thing? Is that Falcon, and of course it's Falcon and Bucky, oh, Bucky because they have a TV show coming <laughs> yeah, yeah. up, so now they're, they're buds uh, who work <laughs> together all the time, is um, they come to Clint to be like, hey, was that you murdering people? Yeah. Well, at what point has I'm, Clint been walking? Like, right. even when he was a bad guy, he wasn't right. just walking around willy-nilly murdering folks. And well, they, he raises a good point. Like, a lot of other people have worn this costume. Even yeah. if they hadn't, like, all these guys should know. <laughs> people, yeah. like, it's a full face mask. I don't think it's, it's not Bucky. It's it's uh, Falcon. Falcon. Falcon yeah. doesn't trust him. I, I don't, I don't know, if that, know if that's established or not. It didn't bother me, though. I would think it would be even less likely, unless it's been previously established, that you Falcon know. wouldn't trust him. You that's, know, Bucky's the one that's uh, more... Well, no, bu- no, Bucky... Falcon doesn't trust him. Yeah. Bucky's the one that's just like, he says it's fine. He says he didn't. It's fine. We asked. We're good. No, that's what I mean like, is I, that I, their characterizations, I would think Falcon would be um, the Bucky more and, likely. Bucky and um, Hawkeye have teamed up. They actually oh, okay. teamed up on a book recently. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, it was right. the um, Tales of Suspense. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So they, they have a pre-established kind of partnership I relationship kind of thing. Yeah. So I, the, the way I read it was good cop, bad cop, where it was yeah. Falcon wanting to follow a lead. Bucky's like, do we, I mean, come well, on. they actually come say on, that in the yeah. good cop, he said he bird guy, and, cop, oh, there, I think. There is a, there is a part <laughs> yeah. here too where Bucky takes off his domino mask. I'm like, why do you have it? Yeah. <laughs> he takes it off to like, hey, look, buddy. And they're in public. He's like, well, why do you have it on? <laughs> why is that a thing? Also, yeah, it's one of those things that bother me. But then I think, well, we are living in a world where Bad guy or good guys go rogue all the time because they're that's under true. either sure. some sort of um, uh, mind control or whatever. Right. Yeah. That's why Tower of Babel, the yeah. old Justice League story. It's like, oh, maybe it makes sense. Yeah. That you would have a way to take these guys out mm-hmm. or people with similar powers. You know. So I can let it go, but I sure. feel it was a little strange. Also, um, yeah, it, just to immediately like, there's no like, hey, was that you in yeah. the Ronin costume? Yeah. You know, anything like that. Also, I. Uh, is that the same costume? No. no. Do they? The mask is different. No, no, I mean, like, it's like they're wearing my costume. Do they pass this costume around? No. Okay. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Blade wore it for a while? Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. No. Uh, the art was awesome. Oh, Otto Schmidt. Uh, I loved the. So, like, all of them on the rooftop and they hear a bang. Like, you get the, the weird 1966 Batman heads in the BAM. 
like yeah, there's so uh-huh. many and also too i so i didn't finish fractions run i've only read like the first chunk of it mm-hmm. but i have it so i'm gonna read that this year hmm. uh didn't get to it over the break you know no you know what? <laughs> i only have so many man hours and eyeballs um and brain how many is it of those things seven <laughs> uh <laughs> when did he lose his he-, he has a hearing aid Oh, it's in Matt Fraction's run? Yeah. That was the first time, right? That was like, that wasn't a thing with Hawkeye ever before that? Uh, not that I remember. Okay. I rem- yeah, it was yeah. a new thing that they introduced. Okay. Um, he's kind of, yeah, he's gone a little deaf because of something. I forget how it happened. Okay. I remember there was even like a t-shirt that was in sign language, all of the different hand signals spelled hmm. out Hawkeye. Oh, that's cool. So I thought huh. that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like this is the first time, like, and that was... How long ago did that run end? This is the first time I've noticed him wearing a hearing aid. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah, I noticed that yeah. behind his ear. A little, oh, was, it, was it purple? The it's one in the Ultimates. Yeah. Of course it's... Oh, it's, of course. It's, yeah. The guy, the Ultimates version, did he have some sort of Well, he was, he was enhanced. Was he? Was there not was a like, hearing issue with him? I don't remember. He was like a super soldier. It was the other way around. Yeah, okay, yeah. Shit, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, this is off to a great start. I'm really yeah. excited for it. I'm definitely going to keep reading it. Is this a mini or an ongoing? No idea. Yeah. <sighs> the fact that it has a prominent title, Free subtitle, fall, yeah. It's probably a mini. It seems like it is, uh, but who well, knows? I'm yeah. a, I mean, it, it will likely be collected as something you could literally give somebody. Because as of right now, other you either give them uh, old school Hawkeye, mm. Or the Mad Fraction run. Hmm. Here's something else. I only give the that Mad you Fraction just, run. Hmm. Well, I mean, that's just it. Those are your options. Yeah. The Mad yeah. Fraction run or something from the 80s West Coast Avengers. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, but this might be something that you can actually like, hey, do you like Hawkeye? Here. Yeah, this is it. Uh, did you guys read Stan's Soapbox from no. February 1980? And this, it was awesome. And I, I recommend it. That's why I said, you know, it's Stan's Soapbox from February 1980, like they've been putting in Marvel Comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a cool... It was, <clears throat> excuse me. It was just a cool um, talk about the generation gap and how, you know, things aren't different. The youth are always this way. Yeah. The old are always this way. Youth, yeah. you will soon be the old. Mm-hmm. Everybody should be cool. It's all about changing circumstance. He has a real good metaphor about if you played a stereo at your country retreat, you're not going to bother anybody. If you play it in your apartment, you're going to bother people. You didn't change. The circumstances changed. It reminds me of, I think, like, Socrates made a similar point thousands of years ago. Not about circumstances, but about the youth of today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he says stuff about the youth of today that's true. This was thousands of years ago. It's still yeah. what people say. Yeah. You know, and so I thought it was cool. And I uh, give a shout-out for people to look it up. Stan Soapbox from February 1980. Wasn't a perfect guy. Made a lot of mistakes. Sure. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Stepped on some people. Sure. But. Real good I- ideas yeah. and championed a lot of really great things yeah. in a lot of ways. Okay. Yeah. Um, <coughs> speaking of, you know, Hawkeye has a uh, subtitle called Freefall, and um, I like that because it lets you know what story of Hawkeye that is. Oh, yeah. Star Wars number one came out this week uh-huh. uh, by Charles Sewell, or Sule, and Jesus Sayez. Or Sayez. Sayez. The problem <laughs> is that the last series that ran for 75 issues was called Star Wars, mm. and then it stopped, mm. and now... About a month later, Star Wars number one, mm-hmm. just called Star Wars. Mm-hmm. What do you? Why does this not have a subtitle? Why? Why? Why do they continue to do this? It drives yeah, me yeah, yeah. up a wall. Uh, when I'm when I'm organizing my back issues, when I'm alphabetizing <laughs> my um, my trade paperback wall, 
uh, it drives me nuts. Uh, hmm. In 10 years, if I've got Star Wars number 13 and Star Wars number 13, <laughs> I then have to go in and look in the indicia and see which year the one came out. Oh, yeah. Just, I, re I realize this is not super important, but this bothered the hell out of me. <laughs> as much as I enjoyed reading Star Wars number one, just <laughs> give it a fucking subtitle. Hmm. You know, I, I think this book, like, I agree with you, like, overall, but I think this one explicitly is almost gets a pass because there are 15 ongoing or, or minis for Star Wars and all of them have subtitles. Yeah. This is the only one that doesn't because it's the primary or the main. Yep. And they so, don't like, so do that with other, a, yeah. you know, there's The Flash Volume 1, The mm -hmm. Flash Volume 2. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm right there with you. But I see the other side, too. Yeah, like, but yeah. I, I would say, I would argue that those Flash books are intended to be able to be picked up, yeah. and you just, um, are almost, they almost want you to forget what came before. Uh, that's they a good almost point. want you to be like, nah, this is the current Flash, don't worry about anything before. And they're a major change, you know, it's like, the Flash Volume 1 was the Golden Age Flash, mm -hmm. and then, well, no, that just, that wasn't a different volume, that picked up with the same numbering, but number, the Volume 2 was when Wally West took over. Yeah. Right, it was a different era, but still in the but continuation these, yeah, as, as opposed to the, yeah. specifically are taking place in between episodes yeah, of the films. that's so true. Star Wars fans would like to know, when I'm explaining to them, oh, well, this Darth Vader takes place in between episodes 4 and 5, but this other one, also just called Darth Vader, takes place, mm. it's kind of his, you know, year one, it takes place after mm. volume th or episode three you know maybe they could work out this would be complex but like a triangle numbering system from remember the superman books i do yeah I do. and Read the triangle yeah it was great mm -hmm. you know it was like a sub number it wouldn't work for this but some like little timeline icon mm -hmm. and it would be like lit up in the yeah. spot where the book Perfect. takes place or whatever yeah. thank you if you just done and like done a little, that'd be great like even just yeah a little visual yeah. representation on the yeah, cover yeah. of like this is the, the era that's after episode four. This is the era yeah. that's ap after yeah, yeah. episode five. Picturing like a circle, like a line with several circles. There, yeah, and, you know, oh like nine circles, and it would be. That'd be there great. You go. I, I do like. I I agree with that. I think that should happen. Yeah. Some sort of visual representation. But when it comes to subtitle, um, uh, like I wouldn't know what a volume. Yeah. Like it's I, hmm. I don't know. This is Star Wars. Hmm. This yeah. is the primary Star Wars book. Just right. call it right. episode five point five. Or something, you know what I mean? I don't know. Something, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's something out there. People smarter than me could come up with it, but they haven't. Um, so, uh, the, about the book, <laughs> Diamond has this to say: Vader did not kill Luke's father, Anakin. Vader Wait, is Luke's what? father. Now after spoilers. Now after narrowly, narrowly escaping the Dark Lord's clutches and wounded and reeling from the revelation, Luke, Princess Leia, Lando, and Wookiee Chewbacca, and the droid C-3PO and R2-D2 must fight their way back to the Rebel Alliance, for the fate of the entire galaxy is at stake. After so many losses, is victory still possible? I think it is. It probably will. Yeah, be I think it's probably possible. Well, I don't know. In the long run, I don't know. I mean, it's still possible. Because even after the what the even after the original trilogy, yeah, they just had to do everything all over again in the new true. trilogy. Right, well, that's a bummer. Um, it, yeah, well, so the first thing, <laughs> the first thing about this that caught my attention is the art. Mm. Number a number one, King of New York. The art in this book is dope, um, and it it perfectly rides that line between um, characters who look like the actors that have played them, mm. but then still being um, naturalistic. Hmm. Uh, I think a lot of people, a lot of artists using photo reference to make characters look like certain actors, um, they 
the, st- the, the characters become stiff. It can come off looking like a bunch of photographs. Yeah. You know, like unmoving. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just trace this face onto this body and hope that it kind of works. Greg Land it. Um, Like Um, Greg Land, sure. um, This looks great. I agree and disagree. So, like, in in what what you're pointing out, the fact that it's well acted, recognizable characters that isn't just trace and photo reference, which is awesome. Mm hmm. Um, but then when it gets to kind of like the battles and the new characters, um, it's a mess and it's more like Salvador La Roca than anything else. Like, I don't, I don't love Hmm. when we, we pan out on the battle. It took me forever to realize that this is supposed to be walls of blaster fire. I had the same problem. I was like, I didn't like that at all here at at all. Um, that was a storytelling problem that I had trouble with. I didn't like that either. Um, and then some of these new characters, some of these new Imperial characters, was I, the acting and the the coloring, it just it, it seemed off. Like, there was nuance with Luke and Leia's faces and shading, whereas here it just kind of looked more like just digital painting. Oh, I didn't, I don't feel that at all. I feel mm. like it all looks really good, but uh, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, th- I'm this the, the laser blaster walls are that, killing me that was my yeah and they do correct. they do it throughout that like was my it, biggest thing i think that is supposed to be some new weapon technology that they they talk about in the issue but i visually i was not aware that that's what was happening i was like what is all this green stuff mm. and they've created this sort of like it's a new weapon that is a uh, a means of boxing in your opponent so there i guess there's a a star um and between they are caught between the star and this new like technology. net or wall or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was it was off putting. Yeah, I think it's just kind of difficult. The idea of it, which is just a giant wall of blaster fire, like I think just constantly streaming blaster ammo mm-hmm. um, is difficult to draw. I guess. Yeah. What else would that look like? Yeah. Probably that. But if you don't already know what it is, I also think know. it adds to maybe the emotional um, uh, beats of the characters of like feeling boxed in and feeling confused and hmm. very everything looks very um, busy. I can't make heads or tail of it. Right. Is that a problem or not? I don't know. Uh, Is that a natural occurrence? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It just like yeah. amps the, the tension. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I have I have mixed emotions about this issue. Okay, tell us. Um, I liked it overall, but I don't know if I care to continue. Hmm. So like... Um, the only thing that I really can compare it to is the first issue of the last volume, right? The, the, the way that, that they handled that versus what they're handling here, whereas that first volume of Star Wars, um, you saw a after-the-fact side mission of how they're continuing their fight with the Rebellion. Hmm. Like, they, they chose not to be a direct continuation so much mm-hmm. as, like, what happens the next day, not hmm. the next moment. Mm-hmm. And you got these characters that you've known forever kind of learning to interact with each other you know like what is a what is like by the time empire strikes back comes along it's been years and all these people have a shorthand so that story was about learning the shorthand Mm. which was really fun this is immediately what happens next Mm. and it feels like retread like the the situations are new but it feels like retreaded beats Mm. i'm not learning anything new yet and Halfway through this issue, I realized for this whole volume we'll have no Han Solo. Yeah, and I, he I, was. Oh yeah, he I was my too. he was my favorite part. L- like having more time with him and the way that he was written in the previous volume was so fun mm-hmm. because he really is a blank slate for the most part. Yeah. Other than those movies, there's, hmm. and I never read the other, 
novels right, and stuff. Right, right, right. But Legends, yeah. he, for the most part, he was a blank slate to me. So learning all these other little things and tricks and, mm-hmm. and nuances, ex wives, <laughs> yeah, was super fun. Yeah. And it was it was palpable the fact that I'm, I don't have that here. Mm. And I, if they're gonna replace Lando with it. Yeah. It's not the same Who, thing for me. In this, like, I did not like Lando when I first encountered him. I don't think you were supposed to because he mm. betrays everybody. He does. Um, and he's just so whiny. <laughs> and this whole issue, every every decision they make is like, oh, my God, is that what you're going to do? Oh, we're, that's going that's, to. that's impossible. We can't do that. And then, mm. So I wonder if this is like maybe part of the, the story here is the character arc of getting him from this guy mm. who was sort of given up and mm-hmm. has been, you know, um, self-serving, hmm. uh, even though he sort well, of is like, I'm in charge of a whole city. I have to protect the whole city. It still feels a little bit like he's he's self-serving. He, he always seemed to me like um, a scoundrel that kept failing upwards, mm. and then all of a sudden woke up one day with real responsibility and felt yeah. that weight. Yeah. Because he felt that weight, he made terrible decisions. Yeah. So that kind of arc is interesting. It just here it was just whiny, right? Um, and the replacement of that with. Mm. Out like of Han Solo just wasn't enough for me. Yeah. I, I but I will say that this was the funniest beat in the whole issue, of Lando saying, "Let me fly, let me help." I, I you know, I used to pilot this ship to Chewie, uh-huh. and Chewie's <laughs> Chewie's response of "I'm gonna rip your arms off," or um, Lando says like, "Look, if I if I screw this up, you you can rip my arms off," yeah. and Chewie's just motionless response of "Just sit down." Yeah, like, just points <laughs> at him and yeah, it's a down. two panel. Um, repetition panel mm. where it's Chewie just staring ahead flying mm. mm-hmm. and then the next one is him just pointing to the seat like fine <laughs> yeah um, I like the uh, panel layout over yeah. all the book um, I didn't read it I I started reading it and chose to read something else instead but just breezing through it's cool like it, it I like the overlapping sort of deal it mm-hmm. shows it all, the art off very well um, talking about you know picking up where the last movie left off it's even before the end of the last movie, isn't it? Because um, isn't at the very end of the movie, he's got a new hand. Yeah, oh, yeah they're in is, the med bay is, or so wherever. So this is in yeah. between him losing his hand, getting picked up. Um, you know, he's dangling upside down from the trash disposal unit where they just dump trash, I guess. Yeah, they, um, <laughs> they lay yeah. him down <laughs> in the little bed thing on the Falcon. And I guess this is after he gets up yeah. with his, his hands he's got like a sutured. Stump. Yeah. Um, but then by the end of the movie, he has a, a functioning yeah, robot. Yeah, they're, they're putting right? it in and yeah. stuff. So um, I thought that was kind of an interesting choice either. It's not even just the end of the movie. It's like, yeah. oh, you know I what? I wonder if it will maybe, jump past. Maybe that's mm. what bothers me. This feels like a cutscene. Oh, okay. This feels uh-huh. like a video game cutscene. Yeah. Mm. Like, does it propel the plot? Not necessarily. Does it fill in a gap? Sure. Mm. I, I, I guess your mileage will vary as to how that affects you or how that I, pleases you or I how much think, you like yeah. just, I also think a, yeah. a, a big portion of it is trying to introduce you to their new foil this mm. new is it a, is it a general this this um what is her rank com- commander zara z a h r a i wonder if this is supposed the same way in rebels we had um callus um that he was their main foil for the general callus yeah it's very unfeeling yeah. didn't care about other mm-hmm. people's emotions um <laughs> so yeah i wonder if that's sort of like this is her first attempt to ra- round them up, and she has failed. And Darth Vader has been like, "You failed once." Mm-hmm. It's oh. true. So also, I- to the Dameron families in here, right? Oh yeah, that was nice. Ah. Yeah, Dameron, Poe Dameron's mother and father. Mm-hmm. It's. I often find it cool when 
they do like some story that's been on long enough that it has some later version, and then they'll do a flashback thing, well, and they mention I, something from the future. Thing. It does. It yeah. does make me. Re- it does make me wonder and realize like. Um, I would like to see that story. That's a story we haven't seen. So, mm. like, this kid growing up as in a part the of the Republic and the Rebellion, and now uh. that we know in the third movie, he decides to rebel against that and becomes yeah. a smuggler mm. and a spice runner. Mm-hmm. But then it finds his way back to it. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting story. Why don't we spend some time on that as opposed to I'm hoping I'm hoping they're crafting that. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, I do like this scene at the end here with Luke, oh, yeah. with him trying to figure out, like, because I forgot that he reached out to Ben. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. And got no answer. And he, here he reaches oh. out to Yoda using the Force and gets no answer. And oh. so um, that's a mystery to me. I'm curious about it. And it's causing him to have a lot of doubt. And um, he does the same. This is interesting. Hmm. He does the same thing here. He's in front of a large window. And in, I think, was it Karen Gillan's Darth Vader, where he finds out that they're, the kid who blew up his Death Star is called Skywalker. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. kind of comes to the realization that oh, Palpatine told me my kids mm. were dead, which means there shouldn't be any Skywalkers, but this here is a Skywalker. And the way that they show his reaction to that is to show all of the glass behind him splintering and oh, cracking. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's Same just thing like, happens here That is Luke, cool. Clenches yeah. his fist. And it's it's just... a great callback. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, I wonder and if it, not only that, they show through the light out of the window throughout that whole scene the cracks in the window are reflected on Luke so you're feeling his sort of like that is cool his yeah, splintered a, nature his splinter, yeah. is it you think it's his anger that made him unable to contact I'm uh, wondering yeah, Ben and yeah, I yeah that, that kind of thing using the dark side has sort of cut him off a little bit did he use the dark side a little well I mean uh, he's, or he's, he's leaning he's to, literally talking yeah. about how like you know I know the way of the Jedi is not to use my anger and stuff like that uh, but I'm pretty fucking angry Right, I got gotcha. you. I think it would be it, when Vader learns of this. I imagine it going like, "Wait, Skywalker's not a very common name." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was Skywalker too. <laughs> I, that, yes. like on Tatooine, that's like Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skywalker's. Everywhere. Oh, the Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm from the Skywalkers from the West yeah. Side. <laughs> West Side Skywalkers. Um, Thor number one by Donny Cates and Nick Klein, the Prince is now a king. All Asgard lies before Thor, the god of thunder. And after many months of war, the ten realms are finally at peace. But the skies above the realm eternal are never clear for long. The black winter is coming, and the god of the storm will be powerless before it. Uh, I just finished up the Jason Aaron Thor run, which culminated in King Thor. I forgot about that. And it was great. Um, very So much hyperbole. It's just, yeah, everything is the biggest and craziest and never before seen force of it's so crazy. Um, which is also here. Donny Cates picks up those reins where Jason Aaron leaves off. I think this is a big, bombastic, fun time. I like the conversation between Thor and Loki. I like the Galactus reveal. Uh, that was I did not see that coming. Which Galactus reveal? That it was Galactus that fell, or that he All that would it. have? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The plummeting of Galactus, and then yeah. sort of like. Um, the revelation of what destroyed his previous universe. Because mm. Galactus, the character whose name is, does anyone remember? Galen, Galen, Galen. Galen of Ta. Wow, yeah. good job. Um, well, they also said it in this issue. Well, yeah, but I no, I read it too and I forgot. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're so stupid. He was the last survivor of some sort of crisis, right, that mm. destroyed his last universe, and he wound up coming to this universe. And so whatever destroyed his last universe is coming to this one called the Black Winter. The Star Plague, the Black Winter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we get, you know, 
Silver Surfer Black in here. Mm. Um, I think this was a big, bombastic, good time. Do we want to spoil the end of it? I this is called spoiler alert. You're right. We are giving a sufficient amount of advance notice, I believe. Uh, I'll pause. We'll just sit here in silence. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Galactus falls, uh, and then it's killing the life or the the tree of the world tree. You drowsle I mean? the world tree. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we could just say the world tree. We could just say you drowsle. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so Thor, Thor, let's fight now. <laughs> Thor uh, collects all of the known heralds of Galactus, mm-hmm. like like almost huh. like a quorum of heralds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, so you got the cosmic Ghost Rider, which I, people that hate Donny Cates will complain. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're just mm-hmm. squeezing in more cosmic Ghost Rider, yep. to which I say, cool. Yeah, good. Um, Give me. Yeah. Uh, and now Silver Surfer, the black version of Silver Surfer, who's been around for hundreds of millions of mm. years now. Mm. Uh, and they try and figure out what's up. Uh, Silver Surfer pretty much gives them the lowdown that they have to find out whatever this thing is or it will eventually eat the entire universe and, and kill it. Um, and do we want to? We've agreed we're going to spoil it. He the becomes end? a herald of Galactus. Thor. Against his own will. Thor becomes a herald of Galactus. Yeah. For this journey. Yeah. I guess um, that's something Galactus can do, right? Like, he could just make somebody a he herald can give his, without his, them. He, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gives, without them, uh, their ascent, you know. Yeah, he gives their, their, gives their power cosmic. But the way it, like, kind of Presented? comes down is so fascinating to me. So. When Galen, when he was just a man or just whatever a man was in his previous universe, saw the Black Winter, your mind perceives it as what you think or or what you fear the most. Yeah. No, I think it's what you will die from. What you will die from? Yeah, yeah. Your your true death. Your true death. Distinguished from Barry's. Yeah, so he sees it as an empty void. Yeah. This is the second time he's seen it, mm-hmm. and now knowing everything he's known and having seen that before, mm-hmm. um, his mind is able to perceive something different. Right. And what he saw his true death as was mm. under the hands of Thor. Mm. So it's like a it's like a keep your it, it's not a team up with Galactus. It's a keep your enemies closer. Mm. So that's why he gives right, right. Thor the power cosmic, yeah. and he's just like you're going to be with me the entire time. And then when we're done with this, we're gonna have words. Yeah, which, which I is Thor's classic so line. So amazing. Yeah. Well, oh. the Galactus pretty much tells him that. Like, no, no, but Thor's like, I would have words with thee. Um, he says frequently. I, I I love this. It was also it was a way of keeping everything that Jason Aaron did. His, mm-hmm. you know, his royalty, his ascension to the you know the the true king of Asgard, the whole nine, his arm, his eye, mm. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But then also just kind of reversed it without. Yeah. Getting rid of it, but reversing it and powering up Thor in a way that he's never been before. This is totally yeah. different, right? Yeah. Well, it's yeah. funny because I was thinking about a what if story where he becomes the Herald of Galactus ah. during this, and I was like, oh, you know, it just popped into my mind because Galactus is here on Asgard. Yeah. And here he is. Your what if became a what now? A what now? Yeah. Um, he also got, I didn't notice uh, before, he has his rune. I just yeah. noticed that. Yeah, yeah, on his, I, on his literally front of his outfit. Right before he's, no, I was like, hey, look, that, that, that's that P rune. That's Thurus uh, something. Yeah. I forget. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A pea the rune. pea rune, a prune. prune. <laughs> it's a pea rune. That's what JD calls prunes. Yeah, pea rune. I, I love this. I love this. Um, this almost like a uh, uh, war party of heralds mm-hmm. that are going to join Galactus mm-hmm. to 
yeah. fight whatever this cosmic threat is. This is so fucking weird, and I love yeah. it. Uh, I also really like um, that his hammer is getting heavier. Mm. Yes, that's intriguing. And I can't tell, like, because, you know, obviously he's already not been worthy. It went to um, Jane Foster and stuff. So I hope they're not doing that again. I have a feeling it's just the weight of the job. Oh, like the head well, that like, holds the hand that holds the hammer, heavy exactly. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's more metaphorical. Yeah. Aaron Aaron kind of um established that his worthiness is based off of his own belief of worthiness. Yeah. I think that the fact that he's not in the action every day is making him uh, believe less of his worth. Which it, also makes more sense now that he's the one who's kind of sustaining the enchantment. Yeah. You know, it's not an outside force, so his own beliefs would make it's, you know. Yeah, and isn't isn't the the hammer in some aspects also sentient. Like yeah, I believe it is. Now. Is this storm. is this one? Yeah. This is this. Because right, this is a new yeah. one. This has been recreated. But did oh, yeah, he recreate? Like, thing. is the it the same, same old storm. storm? I'm not entirely sure how yeah. that works. I know the handle is now Udrazzle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was one I element. Mean, I believe it's called the World Tree. <laughs> it has many names. <laughs> and one of it is the World Tree. <laughs> uh, that was one. That was one thing. That and the uh, the destruction of that tree. I, I kind of felt like I didn't even read War of the Realms. Didn't oh, we just dude. do this? But that, you know, like I'm willing to not be bothered by that. But at, the in the beginning, that's what I hear. Well, the world yeah. tree, the world tree was regrowing on the surface of the sun. Oh, indeed. Like no one knew it. Like it, yeah, it was yeah, burned yeah. down. It was destroyed. Right, right, but right. It, it's it for some reason probably when probably when they killed Magog. Mm-hmm. In the sun, mm-hmm. and also Molnir, hmm. it started. It was like planted a seed, and the world tree started to regrow on the surface oh. of the sun, and that's how it, it all went down. All right. Yeah. No, this is. I love this book. Yeah. Uh, it, I'm super uh, in. This is so weird. They're also two very cosmic, but hardly ever interacting corners of the Marvel universe: mm-hmm. Thor, Asgard, and Galactus and his heralds. They're they're cosmic in very different ways. You know what I mean? Um, so remember when I, t- I told you guys, um, when I read the the sixth issue of the history of the Marvel Universe, mm. they did this thing where the, the whole framing of that story is Galactus telling Franklin Richards at mm-hmm. the end of this universe the story of the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, they get to current day with Hawks Pox, mm-hmm. and then... Galactus is dying this whole time, so he starts to kind of lose his mind. He like he almost has a seizure, mm-hmm. and during that seizure, they rattle off a bunch of like events that are gonna happen but mm-hmm. haven't happened yet, so as to not uh, spoil. And yeah, then yeah. and then it skips to you know the future of the, the okay. Marvel universe with Kill Raven and shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I went back after reading this. I went back to see if any of those like weird things that were rattled off during that seizure if any of them were the black winter mm-hmm. and they're not no yeah but i did, I, I thought about it i was just like oh shit is this is this seated yeah. is this back in there but it's not it's but they do yeah. say the black king which i is i could have something to do with this the king in black which is null oh okay yeah yeah is this going to have to do with null you think no oh no i i was thinking like oh maybe thor's the king in black cuz he is wearing more black right now but since you said no, I mean you're reading that and I'm not, so you're probably right about it. I mean, it would be it would be on point for Donny Gates to make this all about the. Oh yeah. That also. Well, because we'll Silver Surfer is black for a related reason, right? Um, I have not caught up on Silver yes, Surfer. Yes, you should read Silver Surfer Black. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Uh, and yes and no. It's it's more along the lines of he he used all of the power cosmic inside of him uh, to ward off Null for okay. eons. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So, like, we find out that the whole reason why Null is even trapped is because Silver Surfer gave all his power cosmic to it and hmm. scattered himself off across the huh. 
the universe and this whole black version is all of those pe- those those atom every atom of the silver surfer over the last couple hundred million years just kind of reformed itself and it was it's now this shade oh. he still has all of those memories and like so he's, he's like a, silver surfer he's like an yeah, elder yeah, yeah. statesman at this point of knowing that he has witnessed the entirety of the universe hmm. he also has seeded every single planet that that galactus destroyed so oh. all of that information of all those planets that Galactus has destroyed was inside of him mm-hmm. when he was dispersed oh. millions and millions of years ago. It actually seeded all those planets. So it's like this weird oh, circle of life thing where he he gave life to all the places he would end up destroying and vice oh. versa. That is so interesting. Neat. It's a fun. Yeah. weird ass I gotta read book, that man. book. Again, yeah. Donny Cates. Weird. Yeah. yeah, he's been doing a lot of fun, crazy, big stuff. Like mm. like weird Didco-y, crazy Kirby mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, mm. it's really fun. Yeah. Sweet. <clears throat> Time for Thunder Rounds. Thunder Rounds. Noel, what's a Thunder Round? Uh, well, it's this this segment of the show that we haven't uh, forgotten to do yet. Uh, that <laughs> is a one-minute review of a book this week. Okay, but, but. this time... Got some. We're gonna we're gonna divvy them up. Ooh. So Maybe first thunder. up, no, <laughs> Noel and Brian are gonna talk about Tarot Number One by Alan Davis and Paul. Oh, Paul Renaud. Paul Renaud. I have a typo. I spelled it Raul Renaud. <laughs> uh, Paul Renaud. Um, so you're just gonna get 30 seconds to talk about Tarot. I think Brian should go first. Uh, go. I really enjoyed it. Um, it was another classic comic kind of. So I read this one and and Batman back to back or Detective, and I was like, oh, sweet, you know, classic Marvel universe. It's cool. As I read further on, I was like, oh, this is not just classic style. This is, you know, uh, cl- two classic eras coming together. Um, I liked it. I thought it was a cool all around comicy style comic that was fun. Um, I mean, so yeah. I didn't like it at all. Um, I, I it felt like a issue of. Do you remember a couple of years ago they were doing that thing where like they would do another issue of a book that had ended twenty five oh, years yeah, ago? Yeah. This felt like that. It felt like I needed to have the dearth of knowledge of thirty years of continuity and story beats from a series that ended twenty five years ago in order to even kind of enjoy this. Um, there was it, it felt like a it read like a fever dream like uh, i i just i i didn't like it at all yeah. Continuation of round. <laughs> I thought that it was no, no, no. fun stuff to know. No. 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 <laughs> um Don't I thought it was pretty basic Marvel knowledge though. Was oh, that? that was was that end of round? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. No, that was yeah, no, but I I mean right, we can just do whatever so we, we want right now. Yeah. Want. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, more um, thunder. It's a thunderstorm. This is this is this is, I I realized that this was probably great for a very specific niche subset mm-hmm. of current Marvel readers. I mean, I definitely am And I'm not that. Yeah. That's that's fair. I when I was reading it I was like Oh, it's the time of the original Defenders. There's also the Invader stuff, and it's a classic Avengers run, right when Vision was joined. You know, so I, I thought of all this as like, oh yeah, this is known. This is known Marvel stuff. This is pretty, it maybe is. not pillars of Marvel, but um, this is not like, obscure. What, you know what uh, I mean? Late seventies, early eighties Marvel era, or actually earlier than that. Uh, yeah, earlier. Yeah. I think the, I mean, the Invaders are. Well, it's well, no, said I'm in the talk- 40s, I'm but they talking, weren't really. I, I'm talking about the the pres- this yeah. version of yeah, present yeah. day, in air yeah. quotes, is... I think it's like late 70s, early 80s. I'm not 100% sure. Like, I wasn't reading comics when this stuff was out. I just know of it. 
Um, and I also like it. Like I like the vision. He's cool. Uh, so yeah, it just had a it had a classic comics feel yeah. out of any current continuity. Which I mean, I love continuity, but I also like this kind of thing. It took me a second to be like, wait, yeah, isn't it, why is this Valkyrie not Jane Foster? There is but, you know. literally no precursor. There isn't even a uh, primer page at all. Yeah. Not saying you know this takes place between blah 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 blah. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Or or even just uh, who are the defenders and who are the Avengers? I know that maybe we should take that like right for granted. Uh, but maybe I mean the defenders are page. the defenders are uh, are not that big of a team. You could use a little paragraph that's like the defenders are a team that's not really a team. They're called together sometimes when something bad happens. Yeah, you know that kind of yeah, thing. That, yeah. The, um, that's basically what I know about that, by the way. But the Silver Surfer is there. The Hulk is there. You know, uh, uh, I'm yeah. intrigued by Cap turning into the Hulk back in the past, but he doesn't remember it. But it's not a real all that memory, kind of stuff. apparently. No, it is a real you memory. still talking about? Oh, yeah. yeah you weren't here to Tara. stop it, and he wanted we to We addressed it. I left you adults <laughs> to govern yourselves. Hey, last time we didn't make a decision when you left. You Jesus. chided us. Yeah. <laughs> I got slapped when I hit pause. <laughs> So just damn it. What's the problem? Nothing. So now Jay and Noel. It's a forty-five minute thunder round. Jesus. Um. Uh. Noel. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna do terrific number twenty-three by Jean Luen Yang and Sergio Davila. How about to go? I think you should only have ten seconds to make up for it. I should probably just do like twenty seconds. But either way, the clock is already running. Um. I have not read the previous twenty-two issues of this series. I decided to, much like we did with Detective Comics, just jump in. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. jump in. Sure. <laughs> I like Jean... Jean Luen Yang. Yang. Yeah. Jean Yang. I, I've, I've loved the other stuff I've read of his. Um, uh, American-born Chinese, uh, Superman mm. clashes or smashes the clan. Uh, this stuff that's is really, really great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't like this at all. Um, I, I, it, was, it started with Bizarro Speak, which is really rough hurdle. Um, you can't sure can't. Yeah. And then and then it got like if that wasn't a rough enough of a hurdle, it was Bizarro Speak dealing with time travel. So Bizarro Speak describing the time paradox they're in, and I wanted to rip my face off. Yeah, um, art's great. Yeah, yeah, the nice. art's really pretty, uh, but this is not an entry point whatsoever. <laughs> End of round. <laughs> um, I agree. I I was like, you know what? I want let's try. Let's try it. It's, it's been twenty three issues. Let's You're really it. not supposed to be commenting on this. This will be the mm. <laughs> well, I'm, com- no, I'm commenting I'm commenting on his thunder round. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I can't keep saying you oh, can't I got keep you. saying you've it, had yeah. your chance. Oh, that's fair. Um I'm agreeing that uh, as soon yeah, as yeah. I saw the Bizarro speak, I was like, nah. We okay. read a previous issue of that, right? And yeah. I I don't think anybody really liked it. And oh, his I biz- liked the first because it reminded me of it was the Fantastic Four in the DC universe. Oh, was it maybe there? Maybe that's not the previous issue I read. Wow. I remember him kind of doing both kinds of Bizarro speak and not being consistent yeah. with his reversing yeah. and it being like, what, what's happening? Um, all right, we're going to do another dual thunder round. JD and Noel are going to do it. A dwindle a thunder dw- round. Wonder wound. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> Incoming number one came out last week. It was like one of the only big releases of last week where we didn't do a show. And, but there was also like what Doctor Strange, <laughs> Doctor Strange, Spider Ham. Yeah. But Incoming seemed big. It was a big. Was a ten? Well, it was. It was a ten dollar book. Yeah. It was very big. It was written by every writer ever and every artist ever. Yeah. Drew I think it. the uh, Lascaux cave painters from <laughs> <laughs> tens of thousands of years had a, a one panel, right? 
Um, we got sixty seconds. You Wait. go first. Oh, uh, so this is this is was like a sly continuation, uh, and by not so sly continuation of Marvel Comics one thousand and one thousand one, where mm-hmm. they took that masked rider thing and kept going with that. I liked the first chunk of this book because it was interesting. It was it was a locked door mystery that keeps getting handed off to a new character um, when they hit a wall. So like you know, one character hits a wall, they bring in Carol Danvers because it's a specific type of wall. Then they hit a wall, then they bring it to the Avengers. So it was like this cool like walking through, but then it dropped that. I agree. I think that well, yeah, they're doing. Hey, um, you know who was going to solve this? This guy. Let's go to that guy. You know who's going to solve this? This lady. Let's go to that lady. And then eventually they're just like. You know who I met once? Black Panther. And it just jumps to Black Panther. <laughs> it's like they'll just say the name, and then all of a sudden we've, we've shifted over to that perspective. Um, eventually they do solve the problem, um, the murder. Turns out it was like a fucking scroll. Right. Um, and it's setting up for what, so the, thing that, the thing that's coming, which is what? What the fuck is it? Empire. Empire. End of round! Uh, Empire. Oh, I forgot it was Empire. Thunder Road. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> spelled like pyre, like a fire pyre. Uh. Yeah. Um, um, it was fine. Isn't it supposed to also be like something about why the Krees and the Scrolls, or is that a different event well, that they're so doing? The, the big thing at the end is yeah. that if you remember Teddy, the Hulkling, James, yes. like he's half, oh, Kree, he's half cool. Scroll, yeah, yeah, he's the chosen one to bring the races together. Oh, it's good. Um, but really, it's uh, they. Uh, there's this coalition of Kree and Skrull, and they're choosing they're choosing him to lead their war against Earth. No, so, that's not so good. For no yeah. reason whatsoever <laughs> that we know, Teddy's decided to take up this job sure. to to attack Earth with these two coalitions of the planets. Very strange. Gotta break Very a few strange. eggs. Also, too, um, the, the special message from Skrull to Kree was that watch out for the trees yeah. or watch out for the, but where the don't trees? eat the beware the trees and a fucking tree grows out of a scroll yeah so pretty gross that's what? interesting like so yeah. is it gonna be plants and plants and humans scrolls? versus crees and scrolls I, I don't know so strange this is so weird the guy with the mask if he's fighting the avengers is he as strong as yes. that team uh, no, or is I, it just Witcher? Because he seems to get Daredevil and Elektra's abilities when they're nearby, but I wasn't quite clear. So I read the beginning of it. I wasn't clear if he was just getting Daredevil and he knew that there were two people there. I think it swaps off. Or it, whoever's stronger or something. Okay, I, it swaps I got off. It's not. It's yeah. not a powers combined. It's not like we can hold hands and then... Well, no, I thought... It's whoever's making contact with you. Okay. Yeah. So it's not like uh, we've got this... I'm as strong as whatever threat I'm facing... It's whoever I'm I, facing. I considered it to be almost like a cosmic taskmaster. Okay. You can't, like, fight them all at the same time, but you okay. can memorize and, and mimic this I gotcha. one at that time. I don't have an answer to that. That's okay. a good question. I'm not sure. Thank you. Um, let's wrap up this show with X Marks the X Spot Corner. <laughs> <laughs> Previously known as... X marks the spot. Previously known as X marks the X spot. Now known as X smart. X, X marks, marks the, the X, X spot, spot corner. corner. Um, <laughs> this is the segment where we talk about the Jonathan Hickman run X universe books. Huh. Uh, this week, small week. Yeah. Oh, only yeah. two of them. Um, <laughs> Marauders number five by Jerry Duggan and Matteo Lali. Still one of my favorite of the fun. X books. Yeah. I love this Marauder stuff. I love Kate Pride. Yeah. Uh, I've got a. Um, Affinity for her. Mm-hmm. I've liked her for a long time. I probably, you know what? Since um, I think I really started to like her during Joss Whedon's uh, Astonishing okay. for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, this was this was a lot of fun. What did you think, Brian? I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it, it continues to be like a solid, fun book 
uh, I think in the uh, adjective that I have used twice already, a very comic-y comic book. You know what I mean? It's just the heart of fun superhero comics, and it continues to be. It's got intrigue. The art is good. It's bouncy. Um, Kate is this fun new version of, mm-hmm. of her character that totally fits in and is uh, is just a very engaging and enjoyable character to read. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, she has... This is a new type of Kate. Like, mm. she... I think she's almost, like, tasting... For the first time since be- becoming a mutant, she's probably feeling like the biggest outsider. And then all the shit mm. that's happened to her for the last 20 years of continuity, she's reckless and crazy. Mm. And it feels... It doesn't feel like a pivot so much as, like, a... a Solid evolution, it's like a natural evolution. Yeah. And yeah. I really, really liked the um, the reveal here that she is unsure if the resurrection protocols could work on her. Right, she's not even allowed on the she island. She doesn't know why portals. she can't get through the portals, and it's a reasonable concern. Yeah, um, she's also she's an adult now. You yeah. know what I mean? It's for so long, her deal was that she was the kid of the group, mm-hmm. and then in the background, that starts to make less and less sense anyway, because there's the new mutants and Generation X and mm-hmm. all these other things. But yeah, I think that contributes to it feeling like a natural evolution. It's like, oh, this is who she is as a, as an older person. Yeah, but I really liked that reveal of, and it, it happens. It happens on two fronts, uh, meaning that you get um, Bobby. You get somebody kind of calling Bobby and Bishop out for constantly protecting her, mm. like hard, thinking that maybe they also doubt that she's going to be able to be resurrected if anything happens mm. to her. But mm-hmm. then, but then she's also aware when she's talking to Emma Frost, and that is my favorite scene in this whole book. That like these two women who are very, very storied and very learned, um, and have a history together, kind of like having a moment of like. We're on the same page now. Yeah. Like maybe it's been decades, but right mm. now we're on the same page. And the way that Emma comforts her yeah yeah is the best well i also like um she's like uh, i think kate says something like i've always wondered what would have happened if had i gone with you instead of charles Mm -hmm. and uh she's like oh you know water under the bridge but just so you know i would have destroyed you yeah Yeah. that would not have gone well very self-aware of emma frost yeah Yeah. that was very cool um another interesting power beat here is um or i'm sorry interesting story beat is uh these power dampening humans show up and um Unless, oh, and he says, unless you intend to fight powerless, he's going up against Storm. Mm-hmm. And Storm, brandishing a knife out of nowhere, <laughs> yeah. is like, oh, you think I'm powerless? Here's a knife directly in your eyeball. Yeah. yeah. I was like, whoa. Yeah, that was real decisive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of Storm, you know? Yeah. And she wants her knife back. It's adamantium. Yeah, it was vibranium. I mean, that's, I assume she got it from T'Challa. Oh, I, I yeah. would guess. You know. Because they, they were married for a spell. They were. Uh, uh, no, this book an is great. Choice. This yeah. book is super great. I'm very happy with this book, and I I do, I'm happy for the return of Matteo Lalia. I did miss his art. I know that you guys didn't necessarily see it missing the last two issues. Not so much, but, but I, I like the art in this. Yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, and I I am starting to really like the the interstitials for this book are reports from the mm. X desk from just some rando dude that's running surveillance, <laughs> um, and there's been a story going through all these mm. and it just keeps it keeps like escalating like mm-hmm. his mom took the pills uh-huh. so i don't know if that i don't know if that uh I'm curious uh, to see where this is all headed jeopardizes me yeah i want i want to mm. i want to know where this like this has been some of the more interesting kind of interstitials mm. in all the x books but just emails speaking <laughs> of yeah i know they're just emails they're great speaking of i mean the next one. Oh, x-men number four, four. by john hickman and leonel francis you um there's a lot of posturing, a lot of uh, threats, 
um, but it was a lot of fun to read. Uh, basically, yeah. all of the the humans that are coming together to to have a conversation with um, the mutants. Yeah, yeah it's you know, it's like a NATO summit, the sovereign right? state of Krakoa. Yeah, meeting with the other nations. Yeah. Um, or just have a, have dinner, have a yeah. casual dinner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where Magneto just threatens everybody. Yeah, well, it just kind of lays out his plan. I liked that yeah, scene I mean, a lot, you know. And, and he was like, "Hey, I'm going to do what you guys have been doing. Yeah, no more of the wrong. fighting. Yeah, he's not wrong. <laughs> right. Yeah, we're not going to have a war. Right. We're just going to take everything over using money. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're going <laughs> yeah, yeah. to buy and sell everything. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and you're going to and you're going to do it willingly you're, yeah. you're gonna like it this is you like money yeah right right you're gonna let us do it things are gonna like work money, out well you're gonna prosper right. yeah and then eventually we'll buy you yeah um it's like yeah that's how it's that's uh, mm. made me sad because that's how the world works mm. um oh, but if eventually you know if these guys are good guys and they yeah. do good things yeah then you use those tools but mm. still to do good but things i like that xavier i like that little moment from him where he's uh, like he actually takes off the helmet you finally. know what and i do still believe in humanity and mutant kind I coexisting. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. I love you. I love you. Yeah. Like very Jesus y kind of moment there. Yeah. I Not still love that you. That Xavier, but I like it. anything can be now. You know, it's a whole different world, but yeah. <laughs> well yeah, no, I, I took I read that as I you know, I still believe this is the end goal. Mm-hmm. Except now I'm gonna do it Right. You know, financially. Proactively now, now cause I'm it. To, yeah. I'm going to make yeah. it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Which becomes super villainy. Oh yes. Well which is no it does. Uh super it's super villain. I think it depends on what form. No, I'm not saying that in this book it won't be super villainy. <laughs> but I mean, just it depends on what form. Like, if you're like, oh, all well, the institutions that you have used to hurt us, I'm going to buy those and we're not going to hurt anybody, then that's not super villainy. But if you're like, we're not going to hurt anybody and we're going to make I mean, sure that you don't either because by some oppressive things, then that's super villainy. <laughs> you I, know? No, I think it's super villainy to say that mm. I'm going to take control of all of these, uh, um, you know, mm. all of these, these mechanisms in order to, you know, Hmm. Sh- uh, sh- make my will true or, or to, to make all these to things happen. To impose my will upon yeah. Well, not world. impose, though. I mean, impose, but with their willing consent. It was also that kind of thing where uh, it's, yeah, he's he's maybe um, doing things in the real world I wouldn't be too into, but he's doing them for the right reason. You know, he's doing good stuff. He's like, oh, I'm going to throw my weight around to have no more hatred. You know, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Or at least that's what I hope. Well, I mean, well, where does absolute power end? Hmm. I guess it doesn't. Yeah. It's absolute. Well, no, I mean, absolute yeah. power corrupts absolutely. They do say that, I, right? I mean, and I mean, it's been proven. Well, I mean, it's been proven more accurate than not over anybody, hmm. any uh, entity that acquires that much control over how the world works hmm. is not altruistic in nature. That could be just because of what it takes to acquire that much power. Exactly. exactly. But if somebody was given, right, you know what I mean? No one's being given that much power here, though. He's literally saying he's going to, I am going to dismantle, we are going to dismantle your Mm. world Mm. and reshape it to our will. Oh, I thought you were saying the power they already have is the absolute power. No. (laughs) I see what you're Okay. They are um, venturing to acquire absolute power financially over the world's economy. Hmm. In order to become mm. legit, which is oh yeah, honestly, they've earned it. It's totally fine. right. They've had a lot of sure, sure. This is the kind of journey and path, yeah, yeah, that always leads to super villainy. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, he's wearing an eye obscuring mask and all that stuff. All the signs are there, but I think it's a similar thing with Civil War. Real world, yeah, you should not be running around in tights with no, right. yeah. you know, like you shouldn't be doing that. 
But I know you're a good guy, Peter Parker, because I have an omniscient view of you. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, are the, another favorite thing in this issue is, um, besides the stabby, is mm-hmm. uh, more stabby. Mm. The, what was that, that was Marauders, right? Where she stabbed <laughs> him in the eye. Yeah. Um, in X-Men, um, Gorgon, is that his name? Gorgon, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, there's, there's strike teams that are hiding. Yeah. The, the humans have put these strike teams together to take out the X-Men if things don't go the way they wanted it to, mm-hmm. which it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so they send Gorgon to take care of them, and his way of letting them off the hook, these soldiers, yeah. is to uh, just slice off all their arms all their arms. Some right? arms, uh, legs. Or I don't think he was specific. Legs, with there was at least arms. one leg, I believe. But like, yeah. it's like embrace this mercy, human, and never test my kind again. Yeah. What mercy? Right. They're all going to bleed to death. Yeah, and that's a good point. Slicing off a person's arm yeah. isn't be like I'm going to let you live. No, they're still going to probably yeah. die. Also, if they none of do them live, have arms to right. tourniquet each other. <laughs> right. They're just a I mean, room of, of armless they're, men. Yeah. They're leading to death. That's a good they're point. In a facility, I'm sure they're easily yeah. going to be able to like intercom easily. somebody. Well, yeah. easily enough. With what? Uh, yeah. How are they going to activate? These have buttons. Our <laughs> <laughs> uh, one flaw in the design. <laughs> they're not all they need buttons. Hands. They're not all completely armless. He takes some arms, some legs. All right. Yeah. Also, mercy. Like this is not the kind of thing that's going to lead to a lot of goodwill right. in these soldiers tomorrow. Yeah. They're like, oh, at least he let me live. Yeah, you know what I mean. They're going to be focused on the arm getting cut yeah, off. I got no arms, but right. he let me live. I just thought it was funny. It was like yeah, he's yeah. walking out this, of these men. This whole series is essentially just like a Magneto was right kind of. Oh, well, yeah. that's what I was thinking while yeah. he's talking. Um, not hmm. so much maybe his plan. I don't know if I agree with his plan, hmm. but just the way he lays out how the world works. It's like fuck. It yeah, is. it's yeah. That sucks. See, I think that's another another element why I might have read it a little differently. Is he's like, oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hurt you physically. I'm gonna do the things that you've set up as the rules. I'm yeah. going to do them better. I'm gonna play your and game. And I'm going to buy buy rights and fairly. I'm going to win that game. But that's the same you know. conversation as, hey, you're a villain. Hmm. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna play the villain game better than you. Yeah. You're still a villain. And I guess doesn't, it doesn't it feel doesn't, exactly like Xavier. Um, to right. go along with this, like yeah. it sounds like a very Magneto thing to say and do. Oh, definitely. But the fact yeah, that yeah, yeah, Xavier yeah. is standing there being like, "Nah, all right, this sounds fine." Mm. It's Xavier like still doesn't feel right. It's to like me. he's oddly brainwashed of like this is this is the path to peace and yeah. love. And like, yeah. is it though? I yeah. mean, that is, is kind it? of the thing. Even from the the Hox Pox, we were all like, oh, "This is a bit of a weird I, Xavier." It's, it's still yeah. that weird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, too, like I I think I said this off air. This is the first issue of all of these books that mm-hmm. has felt like a continuation of yeah. Hotbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one explicitly. Not the first three issues of this series. This yeah, one. it does. Yeah. Yeah, they're all standalone issues. Again, strange choice to make for an X-Men book, but Very I'm strange. still enjoying it. Yeah. Me too. These are my two favorite X-Men books. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let us know what your favorite books are. Let us know what you thought of the books this week. Uh, you can email us at in, uh, cultpopgo at gmail.com. You can leave us a voicemail at um, cultpopgo.com, which reminds me, we got a voicemail. I forgot to play it. Mm. Uh, we'll play it next time. Mm. Um, also, if you can, if you want to help out the show, you can go to patreon.com slash johnnydestructo. Um, thanks to everyone who donates. We really appreciate it. Um, uh, where can they find you, Brian? Uh, BrianLeaveDesign.com. B-R-I-N-D-E-S-I-G-N. Is, that's how you spell design. Yeah. It's just a regular spelling of design. Yeah. Leave is what <laughs> I normally spell. It's not, it's, not, it's not design with like a Z and three Gs. Yeah. Mm. It's a it's a Z, but it's the first letter. It's pronounced D. as a D. It's D, 
dash Z-I-N. Design. Design. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully no. nobody takes that before yeah. I can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can just find me on social media at Mr. Bartocci, M-R-B-A-R-T-O-C-C-I, or um, Facebook and the Cold Pop page and all that joys. Yeah. Thanks so much, guys, and we will talk at you later. Thanks so much for listening to Spoiler Alert. Check out all our shows, including the Cannibal Horrorcast, where we review classic and contemporary horror. Oh, it's so spooky! And Gutter Talk with the Black Tribbles, recorded live every week at Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex in Nanyang, PA. Yeah. But that's only because uh, my, my days are so full. Yeah. I... When do you find time to read the stuff you want to read? Um, I stay up at night. (laughs) I mean, we had a week off. Oh, I see what we're doing here. I was trying to segue. You did. You did did great. Um, I I thought it would be mildly interesting because I knew we were going to have, at a certain point, I knew we weren't going to be doing a show last week. Has it been two weeks or one week? It's been two weeks. It's been two weeks since our last show. And I was like, oh man, I got all these books, I got a stack of books, I'm going to catch up on all these comics. I'm going to read them, Mm. it's going to be great. And I've got a little reading nook that I finally put in my living room, I've got my record player, I put on a record album. Mm listen to a music hmm. and I sit there and Spin I read. Spin some licorice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I lick the issues and um, that didn't happen. You I was so excited to read catch up on all these books. Like I, I still never finished Batman White Knight uh, first one. Uh, I want to read that. Um, uh, Noel had lent me his absolute Wonder Woman hardcover and I've been loving that. I actually mm. did get to sit up in bed and read that for a little bit. But it's a good series. I wanted to like get done and it's still sitting next to my bed. Still not done. Um, but you know, I did finish some stuff. What did I, you read? I did take a, take it apart. Uh, the The main thing, um, I have uh, a handful of large collections that I, you know, like when when we do this for a long time, you just end up like kind of acquiring books that you uh, want to find mm. time to read. Yeah, yeah. And I have a bunch of like larger collections that I wanted to read and want to get through. Um, I was able to, and, and like I'll, I'll do little pieces of them, and then like I'll put it away. Um, I was able to finish two things, one explicitly like right before the holiday, and then one during the holiday. I finished Jason Aaron's Ghost Rider, ah, which was awesome. I mean, I never cared about Johnny Blaze before, hmm. um, but I love Jason Aaron. And I just recently finished, and I was I was hoping Glenn would be here because he's the one that kind of told me to, to prioritize it. Um, uh, Mark Wade's Daredevil run. The first, the first chunk of it, the first omnibus. Oh yeah, with I've Paolo heard, Rivera. I've always heard that's Martini really good. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was delightful. It's like so it was good. so good because mm. I, I have um, you know, I read Bendis's run, I read Brubaker's run. There was very specific style to Daredevil that I was used to. Dow, Dower and Lady Murdery. Yeah, after a hundred, murdered a lady. No, oh. but like but everyone, all the ladies get murdered. Yeah, uh. he sleeps around town. Huh. And systematically, every person he sleeps with winds up getting murdered. Huh. Mm-hmm. Like systematically, like that was the story. Was no, like people. No, I mean, oh, just, oh, I got gotcha. you. In the long run, there are right. Oh, book. I see. Very specific tropes, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's one of them. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, it was so wonderful, uh, and then it, it ends with you know spoilers for a book that's been over for almost ten years. Hmm. Uh, it ends with the first a volume of it ends with Foggy uh, 
going through chemotherapy. Yeah, he's got cancer. On he's got cancer. Oh. It's it's a it's a wild, wonderful, swashbuckling, emotionally satisfying book. I really really loved it. A Isn't lot. that funny how um, just throughout, ever since it started uh, dropping, uh, you know, the publishing schedule as it mm-hmm. was coming out swashbuckling everybody who talks about <laughs> that run the mark wade run of daredevil hmm. swashbuckling is hmm. a word that is used intriguing mm-hmm. fun right well i think that was in like the i think i remember that being in like the initial like interviews about it like hey we're gonna we're gonna try something i like oh mark I've wade. definitely heard it before. mark yeah, wade yeah. was the one that kind of started it being like um we're gonna try and take it back to its swashbuckling roots hmm. uh etc cetera, etc cetera, like pre uh frank miller because for the last 30 years, it had been very steeped in yeah. the darkness of Frank Miller. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was a great one. I, that's another one that I meant to finish, and I just have – I have all the single issues. I just oh, haven't yeah. gotten to them. I, I, back in the day, I read the first, the first arc, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this was, the, this was the first time that I actually prioritized it, and it was, it was great. I'm going to, I'm going to finish the run. Because this, because in the, in the this back half of this omnibus too, um, Chris Somni starts to draw it, and then the next one oh, is just God all Somni. Chris Somni, and it was so like, ugh, yeah, it, it it was great. It was a great read. And then now I'm, I was able to clear some time or clear some space to go on to the next thing, which was um, Batman and Robin. Oh, Grant Morrison. Yeah. I want to read that. That starts really good. I want to read that. Yeah, I know. I'm halfway through. <laughs> I want to read that and. Uh, reread Batman Incorporated because I don't remember any of it and I've got it. Oh, yeah. And then um, Jason Aaron's Wolverine run because there's a lot of gaps in that. Oh. And I just found the, the Wolverine, Wolverine and the, the X-Men, X-Men omnibus. Yeah, you did. Uh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. And I want to get to that naturally uh-huh. and then read through that. All right. yeah. What I like about um, our friendship is that you like I- <laughs> you like to spend money on all the really awesome Omnibuy and uh, I like to borrow them from you. <laughs> That's fair. It's totally fair. Um, the problem, see, owning a comic book store, and I don't know if every comic shop owner has this problem, but at a certain point, I had to decide I am no longer a collector. Uh, I am a person who orders things for the store, and if there is a way for me to like, kind of on the sly, kind of read it before it hits the shelves or something like that, then... That's great. If I, I I stopped buying things for myself, um, mm-hmm. and, and in fact, one of the things that happened this month is I decided I wanted the absolute Watchmen hardcover, mm-hmm. and so I ordered it from eBay. But anytime I get anything, sometimes even as gifts, um, I will think, well, if, can I can I put this in the store and sell it and keep my store open an extra day? Like, will this help my shop, or is this something that I this sh- I should put aside? selfishly personally for myself mm-hmm. nine times out of ten it winds up in the shop and i sell it hmm. uh if it's something even i order it for myself there's a preacher hardcover uh the omnibus there's three big ones right they're like a buck 25 a piece absolutes absolutes uh i ordered that in specifically for me because i wanted it uh it has been on my shelf mm-hmm. i have not opened it because if i can sell it yeah and my store stays open an extra day yeah yeah great um <laughs> do you want to touch mine at home i do i'll borrow yours um so uh yeah, the Watchmen book came in and it was all dinged all to hell because of shipping problems. So part of me was like a little annoyed, but the other part of me was, well, I definitely can't sell this at the store now, so it has to be my personal yeah. copy. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's sort of I, I would love to collect and 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 own big, beautiful absolutes and omnibuses and stuff, but well, I, I the think the nature of my business is per- wind up on my shelf. Now, omnibuses or 
Omnibuy. I think it's that's omnibuses. the question. I think Noel said it's it's omnibus. Omnibibbles. Oh, I'd yeah, like I to say omnibibbles. <laughs> omnibibble or uh, you know, in the streets we just say omnis. Yeah. Omnis. Yeah. In the streets. <laughs> and by streets I mean like the really nerdy Facebook groups of people like secondary market yeah. sell, like the trading off their omnis and stuff. Yeah. Um I w- I'd like personally though I, I think th- also a part of me going back and trying to read all this stuff that I already own is because this year you know I'm planning a wedding so I'm not going to be spending like mm. I did recklessly mm. <laughs> the last like two or three years of like <laughs> I'm going to save up and buy this hundred dollar book or yeah. mm. look at this deal for this mm. like, like I'm not going to probably not going to do that this year at all yeah. so mm. I'm going to go back and read the stuff that I either never had a chance to mm-hmm. or wanted to or reread mm. or forgot sweet I'm going to try and go through my library I believe in you. 